Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Requiem, a homebrew Dungeons and Dragons campaign. I am here joined by all of my friends. These are all of them, I have no more. And so please, before we go into anything related to announcements or the story, I would just like to go around the table and allow them to introduce themselves. So, by the order that they're in on camera, it would first be Tresh. Tresh, please. Hi, I'm Tresh. I'm an artist and a gamer. I've been streaming on Twitch since 2014. I love JRPGs, fighting games, and I love to draw. I have a pug. His name is Rufus. This is about my fourth or fifth character that I'm going to be playing in my D&D adventures. And I've also DM'd my own adventure, uh, Lost Minds of Fandelbury, that you can find on YouTube. Thanks for having me, Onion. <laughs> no problem, Trash. That was a great introduction. Straight to the point, very professional. Now, followed by Ray, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ray. I don't do anything on the internet because I'm lame. I just work a normal job, but uh, I'm here because Onion asked me to, and this is my second time playing with Onion. Like, third time playing with Trash? So, cool. <laughs> there you go. Um, thank you very much for your introduction, Ray. And no, you were not lame for not doing anything on the internet. You're still pretty cool. And now <laughs> let's let's move to the next one, please. Mizzy, could you introduce yourself, honey? Hi, I'm Mizzy. I stream Souls and indie games, and uh, that's it. Thank you very much for your introduction. Uh, very professional as ever. And finally, last but not le least, the most controversial of us all, uh, your mother is a fish. Could you please introduce yourself? Your mother is a fish. Hello, I'm your mother is a fish, known <laughs> as just fish. Not just fish, but fish. I'm a variety single player gamer and streamer and YouTuber, and I play games. Wow, shocker as a gamer. All right, fantastic. Thank you very much for your introduction, Fish. Um, all right, so who, let's... who are you? Introduce yourself. Calm down. Always forget. No, I... it's your turn. Who are you? <laughs> Wait, calm down. I was just gonna do something before. Um, Introduce yourself. Um, all right, so. Hi, my name is Onion. I'll be the dungeon master for this session. I also stream sometimes now because I mainly just do D&D. &D, uh, and I stream RPGs, CRPGs, Souls-likes, stuff like that. That's what I do. All right, there Very you go. Very professional. I am, also, I am also a writer, apparently, of the, as of a few months ago. And I have a book Thank out. Thank you. All right. Official author. Yes. Um, now, finally, that um, now that we're done with that, I have just a few things to tell you guys before we actually move forth into uh, the intro, because we have an intro. Uh, so first of all, I would like to remind you guys that everybody that is watching this right now and then can't finish uh, watching, this will be available on YouTube and on Spotify as well. Also, I always leave my VODs open, so if you'd rather watch it on Twitch VODs, you may do so too. Hope you Finally. guys enjoy the intro on Spotify. Uh, yeah, you'll just listen you just listen to a song. It is a pretty song though. It was custom made for us, so you know. Um, now, next up, quick disclaimer, very important disclaimer actually. Uh, you don't need to have watched any of the previous content that we've done in our homebrew world to be able to enjoy this campaign. The characters are not entirely aware of what is happening. So you will be joining them in this journey. Uh, and you will know things as they find out about them. 
uh, should there be a character that interests you? Should there be um, a particular moment that is mentioned by, you know, one of my characters and you'd like to check in on that? You can watch the previous one-shots and content on YouTube, and if you want something specific, you can just ask in chat and I will guide you, when, or wherever, and I will guide you to the place where that, that character or that moment happens. Also, currently in the works, we have a wiki. So the wiki will be linked down below on uh, for the YouTube's uh, channel, and if you want access to, to uh, the wiki right now, exclamation mark wiki and you will find it. It is still super bare bones, it's still being made, but Mizzy started it, so thank you Mizzy for starting the wiki, I really appreciate it, uh, you're the best. Alright, now finally, I would like to give out a special thanks um, to the whole party, but also specifically to Fish for doing this overlay, she did the overlay that we have right now, so that's pretty pog champ. And it's awesome, and you'll see that we have, you know, different backgrounds and all. Uh, those are pretty cool. Uh, but yeah. You guys enjoy that on Spotify. Shit. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, to the next special thanks, and this one a very special thanks. Um, I would like to, to, to give out a special thanks to Estera, who did the intro for our um, for our campaign? He did it. He did it for the first one. Uh, he did it for this one. He also did it for Rune. Man's incredible, and I would like to add that he is doing this out of his own charity. So he is doing this for free for us. Um, so that's pretty cool of him. Thank you very much, Estera, uh, and I hope that you continue to bless us with your generosity. Um, anyway, those are all. The announcements that we've had or that i had planned there will be other stuff that we will speak whenever whenever it happens some homebrew rules and things uh but those will be mentioned whenever they do happen so without further ado why don't we go watch the intro and why oh. don't we begin it's going to be Requiem. a first for us too yes you have not seen it true why don't we begin requiem's very first episode We're back. Very positive. Awesome. That was sick. <laughs> that was the best one yet. 
That was the best one yet. All right, good to know. Very good. Very good. All right, let me just confirm all the settings are good. Okay. Are you all ready to begin? Yes. Yee. Okay, watch for your volumes. I mean, you've already watched for your volumes. Here we go. I want to roll for investigation. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the winds slowly blow over the rest, the red wasteland of Camille's grasp. Violet. Your eyes lazily open, blinking slowly. A child's laughter bothers you and interrupts your sleep. The skies are clear and blue. You stand up and your back hurts slightly. It seems you fell asleep on a particularly uncomfortable rock. Mizzy, would you mind please describing your character? Okay, uh, <clears throat> so Violet is a high elf. Um, she's a fighter um, uh, with a subclass that is homebrewed by the DM. She's a brawler. She's going. She, she fights with her fists. Um, when you look at her, you see a very bitchy face. Uh, <laughs> with long black hair uh, and uh, dress she has her reasons to wear dresses and uh, high heels she fights like that and she feels very comfortable and the heels are very nice to squeeze some eyes and skulls um, she is not particularly um, how do I put this uh, she, she's not a bitch per se but she, she looks like she's always in a bad mood. You, you don't want to mess with her. Uh, but um, inside and deep down, she protects her, her friends and her family more than anything. And uh, it's pretty much that. All right. You look in the direction of the laughter. And you see a little half-orc girl running and dancing next to a small pool of water surrounded by small bits of vegetation. An oasis in the middle of the large fungi-ridden red wasteland of the grasp. The girl chases after a tiny little lizard that runs and hides into a bush. She carefully composes her dress, tucks her green hair behind her ears, and kneels in front of it. Mommy, mommy, look what I found! What do you have there? You approach your daughter and she holds her hands out to you and on them there's a small medallion. Only a smidge bigger than a coin. The lizard was wrapped around it and it skitters off out of her hand and onto the ground. Carved on that medallion you see a bow made of branches, roots and leaves with a thin arrow knocked on it, enveloped by chains, it points downward. T take it, mommy. I, I found it for you. Where, 
Where, where did where did you find it? it was... do, do I recognize the medallion? Do I recognize you, the? You don't. The drawing. You don't. Where did you find it? Uh, it was it was it was on the ground, Mom. I, I found I found it for you. Take it. Oh. I'll grab it carefully. All right. You grab it. It's it's a medallion. She looks at you and looks at your eyes still a little bit groggy. Were you sleeping? Um, <clears throat> no, no, I I was just resting back there. Well, oh. What are you doing here? What, where where I, are we? I'm, 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 I'm playing, Mom. I'm playing next to, next to the little pond. We come here all the time. Do I recognize this, the place? You do. Do you come here with your daughter for her to play? And it's one of the few places where there's actually kind of a large body of water here in the, in the grasp. Okay. She looks up at you curiously and... Mom, are you scared of anything? Honey, the only thing I'm scared is losing you. Nothing else. Oh, she smiles. M Mommy, who's that man? And she points behind you. I look. <laughs> you look at where Ketri is pointing, and just 20 feet away from you, there's a hooded figure. Rather large in size, but slightly hunched. You can't really see a face. I, I put Ketri behind me, and I say, who the fuck are you? The figure doesn't answer you. However, it extends a hand towards Ketri, and you feel, and you, you sense Ketri kind of tugging away at your hand, trying to go free. No, 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 you stay here. As you, as you say that, and you look at your daughter, you grab her arm and you, you, she turns it to face you, and instead of her eyes, there are two dark pits with this thick black ooze coming out of them. Your hand instantly loses its strength, and she runs away from you and towards the figure. They both stare in your direction. Who are you? Ketri, come here! You feel a hand on your shoulder. Do you turn? What? I, I turn, yes. Oh my god, Ket, please, no. no. You, turn, you turn to see your wife, Grime, with her eyes gouged out and on her hand. As blood falls down her stone skin, the crystal on her head bereft of all of its glow, then your friends. Then your father, others you've known, tides of people. They multiply and surround you. But in between them, you see a man with silver hair and strange ashen scales on his face. His eyes are intact. The crowd swallows you, pushing you down. Hands begin reaching into your eyes. Their fingers are cold. You feel them against your cheeks, pushing inside your mouth. What do you do? No, what the fuck? I tried to resist. I tried to go back. Uh, I tried to go to Ketri. Okay, you're trying to push past the people. Could you please roll an athletics check for me? 
12. 12. You managed to push past a few of these people that you swear you've seen, but you don't know who they are. It's like in this place, every every person that has ever passed by you is trying to put you down. You push past them, but then that figure, that hooded figure, stares away at you from the distance as your vision is pulled and pulled and pulled towards it. Wake up. What the fuck? Ketri! Where's Ketri? You are alone. In your room. A am I in my house? You are. Okay. I instantly open the door and try to find Ketri. Alright. As you get up and you go to open the door, there's something in your hand. What? It's the medallion. Son of a bitch. What do I do with this? How? I... I just put the medallion away. I, I don't want to focus on it right now. Okay. I'll, I'll think about it later. Alright. You rush downstairs through, through your entire house, which is fairly big given um, how rich you are. And finally you walk into the kitchen and you see... Both Ketri and Grime are eating. Grime is already wearing her plate armor and kind of leaning on her mace while eating a piece of fruit. And Ketri goes, oh, Good morning, Mom. Not, not that a good morning, no. Are you okay? Uh, are, you, are you fine? Are you in one piece? Your 25-year-old daughter looks at you <laughs> strangely. Of, of course I am, Mom. What, what would be wrong with me? What, what happened? I, I had the strangest dream. Grind, please, please, pass me a beer. I don't, I don't care how, in, how, I don't care what time is it. Just give me a beer. She grabs uh, a little bit of the ale left over from, from the day before, pours it on a, a clay cup and gives it to you. Oh, so it was really that rough, huh? I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I, I, I know it was a dream. It was, it was so confused. It's, I just... I saw a man grabbing Ketri. There's no man in this house, right? <laughs> Ketri laughs. Grime scoffs a little bit. And Ketri goes, Well, I certainly didn't let anyone in, and I don't think Mother would either. And Grime kind of nods at it. Good. I just... I just lose myself in my thoughts, just drinking the ale. The stale ale. <laughs> Stale ale. Stale ale. Um, Ketri approaches you and kind of holds you from behind as you're drinking your ale. And she goes, Mom, I'm, I'm really fine. It was just a bad dream. You never want to get scared at these things. I know. It was just so real. It's, it's fine. I'm fine. Just just eat your breakfast. It's fine. Just, just go. Just Oh you my hear, god, that fucking guy. You hear, <laughs> you hear a knock on the door. I instantly go, instantly go myself. I don't want any of them All right. going. You, you open the door? Well, no, I first say, who the fuck is it? Yo, G, you want to tell them who you are? 
This is me. G. Oh no. I opened the door. Come in, old guy. Hello, sunshine. You open the door and please, Trish and Ray. After, introduce your characters. Well, G is a little guy, a little old guy, a little pal, a little man. He's a gnome, a barbarian, path of the machine. Way of the machine, path of the machine, path, path of the machine, path of the machine, which is a, a home brewed um, class as well, part of a barbarian. Is a small round man with a long beard, round, <laughs> uh, a long, a long white beard with uh, black tips. Uh, one white eye, his right eye is uh, completely white, and he's bald, and he wears a little belt full of stuff for his tinkering because he's a sort of a, a thinkerer, a mechanic, so to say. Uh, and he carries with him uh, a black walking cane with a red ruby at the top. And he's usually accompanied by Vesper. Okay. I have Vesper. Uh, she is a lizard folk monk. Path uh, of the Kensei monk. Uh, she is bright pink scaled with yellow <laughs> eyes. <laughs> because she has to stand out. She's very tall, muscular, but not bulky. Very long tail with some spikes on it. Uh, she has a carries a staff with her all the time. It has a sort of pink ribbon sash wrapped all the way around it. And you will not touch her staff unless you want to lose some fingers. <laughs> and she is very protective over her little friend G here. All right. So you both walk inside their house, and uh, Ketri instantly goes, Oh, hi, old man. Hi, Vesper. And Grime goes, Good morning, business partners. Good morning. Hello, Vesper. Sorry. Hello, Grime (laughs) and Violet and Ketri. Hello, myself. Hello, myself. I'm like, Violet. It's important (laughs) to say hi to yourself. Exactly. You also have to acknowledge yourself. (laughs) Don't mind her. It's it's a rather hot outside. The heat is getting to her. Violet, you look um different. Like shit. I wouldn't say it that way, but me neither. Maybe. Just come in. We have some breakfast. All right. Very well. Thank you. I walk in. All right, you guys all gather around the table. There's a sausage, there's cheese, there's bread um, over there. And after after a little while, um, Grime uh, Grime goes and uh, approaches uh, Yuji, and she kind of directly directly towards you. She says, "So, uh, any new projects you've been working on?" No, I've just been 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 busy tinkering with my arm and my hammer. Um, and that's it. As he looks now, you know they don't do anything without you. Well, I was just I was just asking. Since our past jobs, this has been. I'm just afraid that G loses his will to create. 
Vesper? I wouldn't worry about it, Graham. This All little right. man is always tinkering. Alright. I won't worry. It's just that we're really close to the top here, and we don't want anyone to go slacking, right? It's not time to get complacent. We don't slack. Good. I was just making sure. And Ketri, Ketri kind of whispers to you, Vesper. She's just a little tense today. I don't know what's happening. Is it because of Violet? <laughs> I don't think so. But Mom's also acting really weird. I keep an eye on her. <laughs> um, I'm staring at them, a mouth full of cheese, and I'm <laughs> with eyes locked at Vesper and trying to listen in, but I'm all I can hear very well. Can't you just go... What are you doing? Oh, I'm waving your fingers. I was saying hi, old man. I, you know that I, I really care for you. Thanks. Okay. I care for you a, bit, a, bit, a little bit too. Enough, enough of all of this. Let's just, let's get out there. Let's go back. We've got, we've got clients too. Is that Take Grime care speaking? Of. Yeah. No, that's okay. me, Onion. I don't know. <laughs> you know Onion walks into the house. <laughs> I, I care about you, old man. I care about you, old man. Okay. There's your man, Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so okay. Grime opens up the door and is just waiting for everybody to leave. I walk out with my cheese in one hand and the sausage in the other and I'm just oh, walking and eating. I'll just walk out fabulously. Okay. <laughs> I will follow Violet. <laughs> oh, fabulously as well, I guess. Um, Alright, so... You all head out into the city of Volcan. The day is the 10th of Esari, and it is sunny, with very few clouds covering the skies, at least natural clouds. To the north, there are the giant volcanoes of Camille's Doom, of which the southern slope serves as protection to the city and marks the division between the Grasp, which is the southern red wasteland of Ipsa, and the Great Vale, a supposedly mysteriously dangerous desert. The smoke from the Black Plume Heights, where all the forges and industry of Vulcan are located, rises up and mixes with the clouds. You cross the streets of the Marrow, the core district of Vulcan. The red stone buildings are decorated with large bones, fused bone matter, and sheets of metal and scrap that patch defects on walls and corners, merging the savage and industrious sides of the people in this city. The buildings have a very sudden motion with sharp and mechanical turns and corners, metal beams that support tall wooden towers that are added to the top of these buildings for extra housing. The roads are dusty, and the people walking about kick up a sandy mist that makes you squint your eyes and cover your mouths. The streets are as busy as any other day, but over the past two months, people have been more on edge, stressed, even violent, for Vulcan standards. The taverns have been even busier than usual, filled with people drinking their worries away. Eventually, you reach the floats. The gathering of various colored cloths and tents extended over a forest of poles makes it look like this one singular roof floats with the wind. 
There are crates and merchant stands spread all around. People are yelling, trying desperately to get buyers. They grab random folk to turn them to their wares, while children go behind and steal what's in their pockets. You already know how things work here, and in fact, Velox Mors has gained quite a bit of fame since your last big job. So no one tries to steal from you. It's been roughly two weeks since you've captured that silver-haired man down in the slums. It was the biggest job your bounty hunting company had landed, and the competition is tough here in Vulcan. You beat both the gunslingers from Dead Sight and the horrifying, possibly cannibalistic hunters of the Flaying Hook. You've also done two small jobs that were mostly related to cleaning up the mess you left behind after causing the untimely demise of Vulcan's underworld leader, looking at Violet. You finally reach your now luxurious tent, ready to begin a day of work. As you guys all walk in, uh, Grime sets up at sort of this desk that she has. She places the mace to her side and sits down on this very ornate uh, wooden chair. Um, and she goes, All right, another day of work. We do not, and I will repeat this, we do not take any jobs under 10,000 gold. Does anybody pushing understand? Up, pushing up a little. It doesn't matter. We got paid 15,000 for our last one. We're not going we're not going to take less or that much less. What happens when we run out of bounties for that time? We won't run out. We're the best here. At least now we are, and we have to ride the wave of fame. Should, you guys know how it is. Shouldn't 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 we help people in need? Gee, sometimes you're such a little old bitch. Gosh. Yes, but it's not all about money. It's it about is. safety and money. It is all about money. Money is what's going to get us to the top of this city, not safety. And then, and then what? And Why would rule. we want to be at the, the top? Why would we not? The power, the gold. We can do anything we want. We can make this city however we want it to be. It can be safe like you want it to be. I just look sideways at Vesper, just quietly look, give it a side eye and look at Grime. And I just oh. stay quiet. I'll look, I'll look back at... at... G and then I'll step forward towards Grime and Vesper will look her straight in the eye and be like when we started Velox Morris this was not our plan we agreed bounties of only the scummiest people on this city plans it was change not about the money it is now <clears throat> Plans are discussed too. And we are discussing them. I'm against it. Just as you say that, <laughs> the the tent opens up and a familiar face walks inside. 
you see the large frame, hairy arms, and pointy ears of Oud, the bugbear who usually brings news on contracts, bounties, and things of the sort. And he goes, Top of the morning to you, s'mores! Oh no. Hello. <laughs> oh, hi there, little old guy. How are you doing? Uh, the worst days. Thank you, and you. Oh, I am I'm doing fairly well. I am indeed actually happy because I bring you great news. Hmm. What have you got, Ud? Oh, I bring very big money. But you should also know that there are, there are people running a line at your tent. Maybe you should take care of that. Oh. How many people? A few. Grime goes, Violet, you wanna wanna take a look at that? Sure. I go take a look at that. Alright. You um, open up and you see a line of four people. An older human lady, a quite fancy and well-dressed noble-looking dragonborn, a scruffy-looking goblin, but at the front of the queue, fish. Would you mind please describing your character and not destroying your props? Nothing happened. Uh, okay, yes. Uh, my character is named Emily. She's a young adult, a uh, human adult. She's a bard, level 11. And she's pretty fun, very optimistic towards life and everything. Kind of in an, an annoying way. Possibly, who knows? And she just loves to travel along, just catching inspiration for music. All right. Well, you're at the front of the line. Work your magic. Okay. Uh, let me know how how is the tent right now? Is Violet like holding so, it open? Violet is holding up the tent, and she, with one hand, kind of looking at what the the queue, the line of people is, and you can see inside, just kind of to your left, you see G and Vesper, um, and then to the right, there's like a chair, and you see a leg and a really big hairy arm, which you know was the guy that just bursted in um, uh, ahead of you. So okay. go ahead. Is there what like do you a want? Place of the tent where I can pick up to enter. You have to go through Violet. Uh, sure, sure. I'll place my hand on Violet's shoulder. Oh no! And I yes. just slide in. No. You want to Okay. This yes, is I will, initiative. I will instantly, <laughs> instantly grab one of. Uh, uh, are you are you using your um, guitar, ukulele, or something uh, on your back? Uh, I have my my lute, my lute, yes, lute yeah. but yeah, it's like not on my back, but like kind of in front of me, slightly to the side. But but you have a, a, stra a strap. Yeah, 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 yeah. I instantly grab the strap. Okay, let's calm down. Uh, let's do contested dexterity check. Uh, so um, Emily, a dexterity check. Violet, a dexterity check. Let's see what happens All right. here. Please, Violet, don't, don't, don't. Eighteen. An 18, all right. 21. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so, um, Emily, you slide past her, but just as you think you're really making it and you're under her arm, you feel a tug in your back, and it's like, it's a strong tug that stops you in your place. 
What the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, hello. Are you perhaps the leader? I push her back. <laughs> okay. Get outside the tent. <laughs> I am not. But I can be the one who kicks your ass. Oh, no, I would not like that. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, I apologize. I thought you were just leaving and not really introducing me to your tent. I am the Emily. Pleased to meet you. And I give my hand to shake. <clears throat> I cross my arms. I, I see this and I walk, I walk forward and I shake your hand with my metal arm. <laughs> Hello, little one. That's Hello. pretty cool. Emily. Oh, I like that rhythm. That's cool. Thank you. Okay. Can I just stand there holding your hand? Oh my god. And I try to like. And I look at Violet. I, I don't. My my hand doesn't move. It's it's made of metal. It doesn't move. He, I look at he has he has twenty strength. I'm not gonna make you make this. I'm not gonna make you make this check, Emily. Thank you. Um, G, can you let go of D, Emily? I thought you wanted her to stay here. She will. Okay. I just let her go. And I walk, I waddle away back in. Thank you. I need a hand. Okay, and what do you want? So, I heard that you are very strong as a group. You're the Velux Mars, and I'm the Emily. And I would like to join you. Perhaps. Why would we want someone with instruments? Because I am a great addition to your group. I can inspire and I can sing. Would you like to hear a tune? No. Oh. No. Please. <laughs> please, please, please. Just 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 listen. <coughs> Will you please let me join your adventure? Yeah. I need some inspiration. Please. There's this tune I hear and keep chasing. I beg your consideration, please. So, what do you so, say? Oh. <clears throat> no? Grime, I'm in the back. I'm in please the back. take Violet, care of this. Violet, out of that, you gain a bardic inspiration die. You gain a d10. <laughs> nice. Oh, somehow I feel like inspired. <laughs> you, um... But you still can't join. <laughs> You you hear the grunt, Emily. You hear like a very purposefully loud grunt of of grime as you see this Earth Genasi woman with a, a crystal uh, on her head and uh, one eye, Etrochromia. One eye is aqua green. The other one is kind of purplish. Um, she walks up to Violet, and you see this big. She's a very big woman. You see this this big hand on her shoulder, kind of pushing her back as she puts her head out. Yeah. Hello. Uh, okay. She wants to join Velox Morse. I look at Grime and I say, "Can we keep her, please?" Yeah, let's, keep me. Um, she's not the pet. Let's walk inside. Me too. <laughs> yes, you too. Yes. And you walk inside the tent, and Ooh is kind of Ooh is kind of there, looking just looking at, at all of these kind of golden decorations and um hanging skeletons and all of and jewelry here in this tent um and then he looks at you emily as you come in oh you you were at the front of the line you made it in already usually they take a lot of time with this or someone gets hurt so congratulations to you 
I still get hurt. Uh, Grime, Grime goes, Ud, could you please leave? And he goes, Okay, I'll wait outside, I guess. And he <laughs> winks at you, Emily, and says, Good luck. I wink back. Uh, he leaves uh, the tent, and Grime goes, All right, you say you want to join us. Why? For inspiration. Yours you... or ours? Both. <laughs> Do you think we need inspiration? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Shut the so. fuck up, old man. I kind no. of heard you. I can hear very well, and uh, I think there's a little bit of trouble here with the atmosphere. You feel a little bit tense. Yes. And, uh, yeah, see? G, right? G, G knows. So I'm here to help you as a group. How do you know my name? I heard it. Oh. <laughs> well, I, I guess, first of all, what's your name? Emily. The Emily. Well, I am the Grime. Oh, and, hi. Uh, Ketri goes, hi, Emily. I'm, I'm Ketri. It is a pleasure to meet you. And she holds out her hand. And I shake. Uh, as you shake it, you, f you feel you feel like a strange warmth in in Ketri's hand. Um, you've sh you've you've shaken G's metal arm, and it was it was hot. You know, it's sunny here, and even during the winter here in uh, Southern Ipsa, and his metal arm kind of gets a little bit hot. But this is kind of this comforting warmth on Ketri's hand. Um, you have advantage on charisma checks as Ketri has casted Enhance Ability on you. Violet just thinks their voice is so similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then af after that, Graham goes, alright, so what is it that you do exactly? I sing and perform. That was you singing outside. Yes. <clears throat> oh boy. Do you play any other instruments other than the lute? Oh, yeah! Do you want to hear? No, but yeah. yes. Yes? Okay, so, I can shake. I can go as long as you want. Yeah, Is just it hold it there. Just hold it there a little bit more. Can <laughs> more? You, can you, yeah, can you do it faster? Alright. There's I'll, one thing just, you're good at. I'll just go outside, talk to the rest. I'll, I'll, I'll be with guys in a bit. Um, <laughs> Violet exits. Grime goes. And this, these songs you sing, are you able to perform magic? Yes. I thought so. I sensed it in you. Show us. Show what? Your magic. Oh, no, no. I'm a little bit shy, suddenly, and I'll show more if you let me join. Roll a persuasion check, uh, Emily, with advantage. Persuasion. Advantage. 31. That's a natural 20, woman. <laughs> For a 31. <laughs> um, well, Grime goes... I think that's... I think that's a fair deal. Violet? What? 
Are you opposed to having her on the group? I'm not happy with it. Although, I guess... Ketchy could use some... one... their age. G? Yes. You're opposed? No. Alright. Vesper. I turn to look at Emily. You realize... we're bounty hunters, not performers. Yeah. I have experience in this. What kind of experience? <laughs> I've traveled a lot of places. I've come from very far. I've even crossed the desert all by myself. And I made it alive. And I've traveled since I was very, very young with multiple adventures like you. How many times have you been pickpocketed so far since being in Vulcan? Uh, more than I like to admit. But I can eat food and sleep at no price if I perform. Look at Gramps. Look at Emily. We can fix the pickpocketing issue. How many? By me. How, <laughs> how many hunties have you bounded? Me myself? None. Mm. <laughs> and are you okay with death? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that settles it. <laughs> <laughs> Grime goes. You say you've crossed the desert. Yeah. You have crossed the Great Vale. She's gonna make a roll for this. Whoop, I dropped it. Not intentional roll. She goes, hmm. Looks at Ketri. And Ketri goes, Mother, I mean, we could use another magic caster. I'm the only one in the back lines. Let her be with me and help me, and I'll be able to help you better. That is true. And Grime goes, all and just as she's about to say, all right. <clears throat> the tent suddenly barges open, and you see an elven woman with long, dark, blonde hair and a thin ivory crown over her head. She wears dark leather armor and carries the symbol of a tree with large roots that have broken chains wrapped around them. She immediately speaks out loud into the tent as you see Ood's arm trying to grab her and then tumbling down into the ground. Were you the ones that captured the silver-haired man not long ago? Yeah. Possibly. Who well, are you? I am Wiley Elix. And just as she says that name, both Grime and Ketri, you see them raise an eyebrow and kind of give a, a look of recognition, recognition. She instantly notices that and says, well, I guess you've heard about me then. Well, any case. You're going to bring him back. Grime kind of stares. Who's this bitch? 
Who do you think you are? Wily Alex. She, you visibly see Grimes' face <laughs> kind of get lower on the emotion scale. <laughs> and, oh. And, and it was a rhetorical question. Okay. <laughs> see, the, the woman goes, It doesn't matter who I think I am. What matters is that the man you captured last week is of great importance to me. And I want to know who you sold him to. For what price? For no price. Maybe I'll give you a job after you tell us. Or tell me. Ketri instantly steps forward and looking at Vesper, she goes, We... We sold him to these strange people, to... First to a dark elf, and, and then... There was an orc that appeared, and two other women and two twin elves as well it's quite the group grime grime kind of Ketri you don't give that for free I kind of stand up puff up a little bit over Ketri to like protect kind of protective style <laughs> Ketri, I walk forward I put that across my arms and they went the way through a portal so that's the end of it you see the woman look at the ground and just sigh. Well, at least I have confirmation now. Okay. The people that captured him are servants of a terrible entity that resides in the realm of nightmares. The Weaver is its name. Thousands of years ago, this entity tried to break into the Prime Plane, but it was stopped and sealed away. That seal seems to now be waning. The Weaver must think that Aiden Dragon's mane, the man you hunted, is to play an important part in his return, if he was willing to find someone else to capture him. Aiden is a very dear friend of mine, and I would not want to find him dead next time I see him. As such, I am willing to pay you 5,000 gold for you to bring him back. I have more information that I will share with you, but only if you accept this contract. I give a side eye to to Grime when she says five thousand. Grime goes, and I just I nod my head up and down. Grime looks at Violet. Um, what consequences are we talking about if we don't do this? Wiley, you see kind of a smirk go go on her face as she finally gazes through the entire group. Well, you must understand that if the Weaver's servants are right, should it be that they do need the man you've captured, then they already have another piece of a puzzle that no mortal wants to see complete. We are talking catastrophic events. Tell me something. Do you recognize this symbol? And I show the medallion. She looks at it and smiles, and you hear in your mind, I do. And then she and then then she says and then she says to you in real voice, I have never seen it before. Only she hears it in her head. Yeah, only she hears her. She she hears in in her head, and then um, 
Grime goes, well, you're going to have to up the price a little bit further. And Wily goes, the price will stay the same. I will be at the Fire Breath Inn. You discuss whatever it is you need to discuss. And then you can find me. It's literally that easy. And you hear, if- in your, you hear in your mind again, Violet, I will tell you what that is once you accept my offer. G. What if we don't accept it? You're the one who has to lose. Right? No. All of us have to lose, old man. Well, I'm on my last days anyway. Krebs. Uh, Don't talk about that. Okay. (laughs) She she points at Emily, she points at Ketri, and she goes, Would you like them to be on their last days as well? We could plan vacations together. (laughs) Our last day. This will be your last day if you don't shut up. And as I try to, like, swing my arm in celebration, you hear a (laughs) on my back. I stay stuck in that position. Well, I guess I don't need to do anything. Ketri quickly goes behind you, G, and she you feel you feel the warmth of her hands in your back and you hear that again. It kind of warms up my intestines. I let out a little oh. the, there, there you go, old man. There you go. It's this the, the cheese. I know. I know, G. You've never been good with cheese. I know. Velox Morris, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Grime. It's the greatest bounty hunters. <laughs> Grime um, waves Wily off and says, Leave then. Let us discuss the best way to, to say no. And can, can I answer her? Go ahead. Um, the, a vessel wait. trying to telepathy. <laughs> <laughs> As she discreetly puts her fingers on her head. <laughs> um, I, I will say the way this medallion appeared on my hand is the reason I really want to help you. I will try my best. Message received. Uh, either way, she walks off. Um, as she walks off, Ood comes back in, and Grime says, Not now, and Ood goes back out. Oh, poor <laughs> Ood. <laughs> uh, Grime shifts her attention back to you, Emily. So, before we talk about this, I think it's best that we include our new member in this discussion. Emily, welcome to Velox Moors. Thank you. And she goes up next to you. Here's the rite of passage, and she's going to slap you. <laughs> I, I I try to block it with my cane. I don't think you're going to be able to. Can I? <laughs> can I try? <laughs> my magical loot. You can. You can. I'm making a direct attack. That's why I'm not allowing you to uh, block because I know if Emily can defend herself. But you can make the gesture anyway. Yeah. Um So, as she goes, uh, uh, go for goes for a slap. You um you guys see a flash of magic. <laughs> as her hand bounces off of the loot. And Grime goes, there we go. There's the reason why you're here. Welcome, Emily. The Emily. She's taking quite a liking to you. Like a, a drop of sweat just drops <laughs> from my head. 
All right. Um, Grime then goes back to her chair, sits down, and says, We're not taking that, are we? Grime, I don't believe that you are the one making this call. And I'll turn to Ketri. You are the one who knows the slums the best. You are the one who knows the people that suffer the most in the city. What we did has caused irreparable damage. If anyone should make this call, I believe it's you. Ketri goes, I... I would not go against my mother. But she... While she says this, she looks at Violet. Grime. Two moms. Yeah, two moms. <laughs> Slam dancing. <laughs> Grime, one day you will understand this, but right now we need to take this job. Why? It's just, it's just, it's just this feeling I have. We, we need to get that dragon's pain or whatever something really bad is going to happen not only to us to Ketri too and us I mean world Grime goes oh really everybody but Violet and Ketri please leave I grab uh, Vesper's tail <laughs> put it over my shoulder <laughs> and I start walking out with my cane Dragging her. <laughs> I'm dragging her. You, you see the little marks on the on the ground as uh, for, from from her little lizard feet or big lizard feet. Emily, do you follow them as well? Uh, no, I'm like a little bit further away, but mm -hmm. still inside, and I'm just like trying to eavesdrop. You're gonna try to eavesdrop, okay? Yeah. So, um, G Vesper. You guys make it outside. Emily is leaving the tent, but you you can tell Vesper especially because she's turned she's facing back. You can tell that she's trying to eavesdrop on Grime. <laughs> do I you... sense it? Roll a perception check and you roll self, Emily. Okay. Uh, perception. Wait. Twenty-three. My perception. <laughs> Natural one. You, you don't <laughs> sense everything. Yeah. You are barely hearing grime. <laughs> You're barely listening to grime. But um, you don't see it, but both of them see it uh, outside. I want to ask if you were going to do anything. I'm just going to look at Emily and be like, You do you, girl. <laughs> if you get caught, it's not on me. <laughs> G, what do you, do you want to do anything? I'm just... I, I sit next to her on the ground. <laughs> Told you I've had worse days. Oh. And I just stand there, cross-legged. All right. Very well. Um, Grime begins talking. And... You, you you see Grimes Grimes feeling a little bit tense. You can you don't need to even roll insight, Violet. You can tell that Grimes Grimes a little bit tense and 
you don't you're not exactly sure about the reason but um you sense that it might be related to the fact that she's pretty close to her goal and she goes so you think violet that we should abandon everything that we've been fighting for so far to go off on a great quest to be heroes and to save the world and just as she finishes the sentence Ketri goes mother um I don't think we're alone <laughs> and um Grime you hear the footsteps of plate armor coming at a distance do you guys move uh, I, I move alright Emily moves <laughs> I start like moving uh, out of the tent, but like with my my like the front of me still yeah. facing them, so I can like still kind of <laughs> yeah. listen. <laughs> Just to be careful. Yeah. Uh, and Yuji, do you stay sitting down? I'm sitting down. I have my hood up. I'm looking at the ground. Do you okay. still have my tail? <laughs> no. I'm just on the guy. I already left. I, I dropped your tail when we walk outside. I, I'm gonna go and grab Emily and be like, you don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Grime kind of opens the tent. She looks at you, Vesper, grabbing Emily, and then looks down at G. Oh, it's you. You told us to wait outside. Please yeah. just, just go for a little walk. Come back Hi. later. <laughs> G? I don't think so. Please, man. Grab. I'm tired. This is family I'll stuff. I'll carry you. I don't. And I'll like hunch down so he could get on my back, like piggyback I don't, style. I don't. I just like <laughs> shiver off with my hand and I put my cane and I start slowly walking away. All right. So grumpy. So, Violet go, or I mean, Grime goes back to talk to Violet, and Ketri moves into the space where Grime was, and she goes, Sorry, guys, this might get a little bit intense. And uh, closes the tent. Grime continues her point. So, as I was saying, you want to just fuck off now that I'm, I'm so close to being Warlord. Grime, is there anything better than saving the fucking world? You don't know if you're saving the fucking world, Violet. And plus, the world never cared about you. It never cared about me, and it most certainly never cared about your daughter. And Ketcher kind of looks at her and, and looks oh. back at you. Oh yeah, Violet. It never did. By the way, Ketri, do you know, has your mother told you really where you come from? Do you think she's your actual mother, Ketri? You can't quit out on me now. None of you can. None of you will. We are in this together from the moment you said yes. You're really going that low. Ketri, I didn't know you had that in you. Ketri goes, I'm looking at you. Mo Mom? What's what's this about? 
The long fucking story. You just need to know that I raised you as my own. I love you as my own. And this woman here is trying to get what she wants. That has always been. That has always been what I wanted to do, what I did, Violet. I always get what I want. I wanted you, I got you. I wanted Velox Moors on top, I got Velox Moors on top. It was that easy. And now, now that we are almost there, now that we can make a change and make sure that people don't have to go through what we did, you want to just abandon everything? On the off chance that you're saving the world. Wasn't that the point of Velox Morse? Wasn't that the point? Saving people? It's not only about the money like G was saying. But now you're, you're, you're just washed up. Just, just because you follow some god. Grime grabs her mace and kind of, you, you see her pull it into the ground and the ground cracks a little bit. We save with the money. It comes first, not after. You weren't complaining when with your bonus you got your, you expanded your house. You weren't complaining. Or G wasn't complaining when he got money for materials for his shit. Ketri wasn't complaining when the money was put back into the slums. None of you complained when every single one of those 15,000 gold were put exactly where you wanted. I gave you that too. I gave you this group. You and didn't give me anything. You really believe that? Oh, yes. There's lots of ways to make money. I was fucking rich before I met you. I didn't need you. Velox Mars was just... just another hobby? Grime steps forward aggressively and Ketri immediately places herself in the middle of both of you. Uh, it's fine. I don't... I don't get scared with your mother. Your mother. Ketri looks at, at you, Violet, and says... Mom, whatever it is that happened, I thank you. Thank you for raising me. And then she looks back at Grime. Maybe it's time that you just calm down a little bit. And Grime goes, Don't you dare! Use your magic on me, Ketri. And she raises her mace up in the air to hit Ketri. Oh, no, you won't. I instantly punch Grime in the face. <laughs> All right, roll an attack. No one touches my little girl. Roll an attack for me, please. I don't know what my attack is. Plus eight. Jesus, this memory. Who's this guy? Um, 22. Um, that will hit. Please describe how you punch your wife. The instant she puts the... the, 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 the I'm, I'm G now. 
Character swap. <laughs> He's been rubbing off on them. The moment yeah, she she ra raises the mace up, I say, "No one touches my little girl," and I punch her like a. a what do you say? Uh, uppercut? You, you want to punch her? Punch her? Okay. Uh, yep. This is the thunder damage, right? It's your right hand you're using. Yes. All right. Um, just as you as you extend your hand and you punch, you hear this this, and the the whole tent kind of flips up a little bit around, like uh, on the bottom. Not it's just not it doesn't blow away, but it still uh, lifts up from the ground a little bit, and the grime is knocked back into the ground. And she kind of, she stands up, clears the blood off her mouth. No. And Ketri goes, looks at you and just puts out her hands. And she goes, she goes up to Grime. You see Grime raising, raising up her mace and Ketri moves slowly and you see her glow again. Wash over Grime as the blood in her mouth kind of just... Goes back inside, and Ketri goes, I, I don't want this to be happening right now. Grime turns to you, leave, Violet. And if I leave, I take Velox Mors with me. You're more than fucking welcome. Jesus. Ketri, you're saying? Ketri looks at you and looks at Grime and she doesn't doesn't say anything. She stays. I understand. But promise me something. If this woman ever touches you, go find me and tell me everything. What I'm going to do, it's because of you. She nods. Goodbye then. And you, I leave. You leave? How far away are we? You're... <laughs> at this point? We'll, we'll, uh, we'll deal with you guys in a second, okay? Okay. We'll deal with you guys in a second. You guys have a whole thing coming shot. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> of the boom, anyways. So, um, Ket Ketri comes out of the tent. After, after that happens, he goes, Mom, wait. What? What did she mean? <clears throat> okay, story time. And I hope you don't hate me because of this. Um, as you could hear, you are not my real daughter. Um, before Velox Morse, I, I was an assassin. And I was hired to kill your parents. I didn't know. Um... <clears throat> but the moment I saw you on the bed, I, I, I realized I killed some baby's parents and I couldn't handle to leave you alone, to be raised by who the fuck knows. And I grabbed you, I took you, I lost my job because of it, and I raised you as my own. You see Ketri kind of stare off a little bit to the ground and um mom I I have known for a while that I was not really yours and 
I wasn't aware of the circumstances. I... I forgive you. I just... I want you to know that I have to stay. I can't leave her to self-destruct. It's not in my nature to leave people in need behind. I know, honey, I know. I give her a, a hug, just so she cannot see I'm crying. <laughs> no one sees Violet crying. <laughs> she hugs you back. And I say, don't let her touch you. She would never. It's, it's all just threats. But you, wherever it is that this takes you, I just... Just be careful, Mother. That's that's all I want. I will. Don't worry. Um, if it is to protect you, I will do my best. Just, I don't know. Tell your mother if you want to. But I would prefer you, you don't. The, the dream I had was you be take, 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 taken away by some, some men. It was very real. And I woke up with that medallion that I showed Wiley. Wiley said she didn't know the medallion, but in my head, she said she knew it. And that's why I want to do this so much. Just, just for you to be aware of it and to know that I'm doing this to save you and secondarily to save the world. But I don't really care, but if the world ends, well. She smiles and you see the tear come down her, her face and she quickly wipes it off. She doesn't like to cry in front of you. Yeah. Um, and she goes, Well, I hope you... I hope you can stop your dream then, Mom. And I hope to see you again. But if we don't, thank you. Nothing told you that you had to take the baby and you did. So thank you. You're so welcome, my love. And I hug her again. <laughs> okay. You hug, and just as we hug, the camera pans out of you. <laughs> and let's, ad let's address the other group. You guys are walking about here in the floats. You can um, move past into the marrow. Uh, if there's anything that you guys want to talk about with each other... Where He's, did the lady said to meet her? Where did Willie? The fire, fire breath in. It's in the mirror. Is that far? It is. It is. It is far from from the. I'm kind of like guiding them because they're just following me. Uh, we're yeah. with Word and Emily and Vesper, and we're just like kind of walking in that direction. Mm -hmm. And as the camera gets closer, <laughs> you start hearing noise, and G is way more limber this time. You see Word <laughs> clapping rhythmically, <laughs> and you see Emily just. Yeah, playing, <laughs> and you see G going in. Continue. <laughs> Grime is stupid. Yes, she is. She's not gonna tell me how to run my business. And if she wants her pocket, I'm gonna hit her in the head with a socket. I don't care if I lose my bald head. I got many more plans. Plan the head. Vesper is a lizard. We're in the desert. 
There are no blizzards. That's it. <laughs> and we're walking on our way to the. We're walking on our way to the. The, the end like this. Gee, just, <laughs> I didn't know you had bars. I do, and I just take two metal bars from my pocket and I just give it to him. Oh, thank you. And, and he, he pockets it. Yeah. And we keep going. And I just, I keep dancing even though I'm not singing. <laughs> Alright. Vesper's not participating in this tomfoolery. <laughs> Vesper, Vesper is just, I don't know what is Vesper. Vesper she's, no, kinda in, she's hanging in the back behind Emily and like the little trail of people. She's kind of casually looking over her shoulder, watching around, looking at people. But she's like pretending like she's not with them. Ooh, um, kind of... Uh goes to next to you, Emily, and he goes, you play very well. Thank you. Where did you learn? Uh, I learned all by myself. Oh. When I was very young. Wow. That's actually a song here in Vulcan. It is? Yeah, it's by an artist called Sel Ein Dion. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's a bard. She's really famous. Usually she sings at the Fire Breath Inn, but it's only on really special days. Last time she was there, she said she had to go on. Well, maybe one day I'll get to meet her. Maybe one day. I thought that you high-class musicians all knew each other. Oh, no. I do know some people, but I travel to a lot of places where... There aren't really no musicians or performers in general. Whoa, I see. Well, I was born here, and now I stay here. It's kind of how life's always been. And you, do you like it here? Well, I do. It's, it's nice in here, but I have to be honest. I'm also getting a little bit, a little bit tired of grime. Oh, why? Oh, she's just... A meanie. As he says that, I like I, I pull the hair on his leg. <laughs> now, now, let's not freely hate someone. You are he... just singing about her. <laughs> no, but he is right. It was an artistic decision. Mm -hmm. It is but a parody. If you are not willing to explore in art, then it will never move forward. Fart. <laughs> no, I said art. Forward. Forward. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's actually a saying by mm -hmm. Sea Lion Dion. Well, yeah. I'm a big fan of her. Mm. So. <laughs> I like Cutie Pariah. <laughs> she, she is my favorite. She's a goblin. Quite a cutie. Grabs. Keep mm -hmm. it in your pants. I do. I didn't know <laughs> you still had it in you. I have nothing in me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. As you guys continue on walking. Just for clarification, G yeah. has a normal penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it one is of not those made things. of metal. It's not inverted. It's like yeah. it doesn't vibrate. Yeah, <laughs> no. This, this is one of those things where um, <laughs> people that have watched previously they will know why this is important. <laughs> uh, um, 
Also, by the way, uh, to every, everyone watching, I am aware that the roles are not showing on screen right now, but that's that's my bad because I forgot that you have to fill in the roles until it's actually seeable. But um, they've been calling out the roles, so if you don't know them, that's your own fault. Turn the volume up. Yeah, Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. Um, anyway, you guys le uh, leave the family to hash out their problems, and you're walking around, dancing, happy, talking to Ood. And in the direction of the Fire Breath Inn, you said, right, G? Mm-hmm. All right. Because, well... Exactly, he has yeah. made up his mind. He's on his way to the inn to talk with the lady. Got it, got it, got it. You stroll around, uh, and you, you're, you're, um, you're discussing, talking about things, and suddenly, Emily, you hear a song, or a hum of a song. <laughs> Can I understand the where direction? it's coming from? Roll yeah. perception check for me. I even stopped the music for that man. Perception. <laughs> He's never 24. quit. 20? What is with you rolling so close to 20 all the time, dude? Um, yes, <laughs> you can you can perceive the direction of, of the song and um, you can follow it if you want to. It's you would have. OK, uh, Vesper, G, you see Ood go, oh, uh, Emily's going. Emily's a going. She probably shouldn't wander alone here. And he starts running after her. I'm following her and I'm like, she can't protect herself in the city. <laughs> I think she can't. <laughs> Everyone just ran just, off. And then he's just <laughs> He's alone in the streets. Uh, people <laughs> passing by him, kicking up dust, and he's tiny, he's a gnome. <laughs> Do you run after them? I walk. <laughs> you walk after them. And as you follow the, the sound, um, you come up to an old lady with a wrinkled skin, unbelievably thin, sitting on the ground, humming it. She seems blind, she seems just looking in the general direction. What do you do? Hello, lady. Were you... Well, I, I, can, I can tell that it yeah. was her. But yeah. It was, okay. Uh, hello there. Uh, I start singing with her. Oh. And, and she goes, Oh, is someone there? What are you singing? I'm singing the same melody as you, lady. I, I was singing. You were. Oh, my, I seem to have forgotten. Well, do, do you wish to have your fortune read? Sure. How much? Oh, that will be just a silver. Silver. Alright. You give her the silver? She extends yeah. out her hand. She then grabs your hand. And you see her focus and rub it really slowly. Rub your palm. Oh. A future of hardship. Of seeking. 
the, the search for a masterpiece. The unknown song that floats at the edges of the world's consciousness, a story untold, a new one to be remembered. You must be beautiful, young lady. I am. Ood kind of arrives, and Vesper, you arrive as well, and she goes, Oh, oh I hear you've brought friends. Would, would you care for a reading? Reading? What? On your future. So Vesper will kind of look around, see that she's like all wrinkled and decapitated, and she goes, <laughs> Decapitated? Decrepit? Decrepit? She's not missing her head. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, American. Look, I don't know how words work. <laughs> I meant decrepit. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Damn, I need a nap. <laughs> she's all decapitated <laughs> as her head is missing. She's got no head. She's just uh, like her, holding it. Her other head is missing. All heads are missing. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. Oh, I'll be like, alright, fine. That, that will be a silver, please. Hand her the silver coin. You hand her the silver coin. She grabs your hand. When she touches your hand, her eyes go blank as she squeezes it really hard. Oh? Just cataract ridden. And she goes, Only the blind truly see, only the blind are truly free. In the dark, he wove the weave in the dark. We all believe. <gasps> she inhales quickly, and you hear screams. <whistles> Just across the street to the other side. The crowd clears as you see a tiefling woman struggling, fighting, being brought down by what looks like a large serpent. What do you do? We all see this? Yeah, all it's, of you. It's actually happening. Yeah, I'm not it's actually happening. It's happening. Okay. <laughs> Just oh, making sure. I thought sure. it was a vision. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys all see this. A snake? Yeah. A, some sort how, of serpent. How tight? Does she still have my hand? Uh, you can probably squeeze out. She's weak. Okay. I'm yeah. going to immediately, like, pull out from the old lady and be like, yeah. we cannot let that happen. And then... <laughs> You're gonna I'm bolt the one... I'm the one in the that direction. was still left behind. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was still walking. You see me. They grab G on my way. <laughs> you see me touching the. I don't need. You see me touching the ruby and my cane turning into a hammer. Yeah. And I just started running through uh, towards the snake. Got it. And you, uh, Emily? Yeah, I, I chase over You're there. You're chasing. Yeah. Um, you move closer, and, and it's a, it's about like uh, a good eighty feet away from you. But you you begin moving closer, and you can see that the creature is biting at the eyes of the woman. People are screaming for help. She is bleeding and yelping in pain. You see blood just <laughs> gouge out, and you hear bones crack. You continue running towards it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just as you get there. You see the serpent release her body. 
already limp. You clear away the, the crowd, trying to look at the woman, and the serpent raises its head in your direction, only for a moment. It is a large serpent. It's, it's almost kind of a very thick, a constricting snake. A python. And then, as it raises its head towards you and looks at you, you see its eyes are completely unexistent. And it begins slithering back into Vulcan and into the middle of the crowd as it kind of parts away. It continues just slithering, running away. You approach the woman, I presume. Yeah. <laughs> um, the woman's skin goes quickly, quickly pale, losing the red tones and turning just slightly pink. You feel the sting of bone on your shoulders, Vesper, as she, an, a, the old fortune teller, places her hands, one on yours, one on Emily's. And she goes, The sky falls, the nightmare crawls. In the dark, he will thrive. And in the dark, they won't survive. And as she says that, her eyes return to normal. And you see her kind of hold on to you and say, Oh, hello, my sweetings. I, I don't know how I'm standing. Care for a reading? Why don't you sit down right now? <laughs> then turn to Emily, like, the, pointing towards the other woman that was attacked by the snakes, like, anything to help that? <laughs> uh, yes, but first can I see if the old lady had some kind of spell over her? Can I send something? Um, roll an arcana check for me. Well, I have plus zero. Let's see if this is any good. Six? Not so much. Um, you don't sense that she did. I mean, she looks like a fortune teller. Seems to be some sort of trans that happened there. Alright, so I, I move towards the, the lady mm -hmm. who was killed. Yeah. Um, how is her body? Um, her eyes are removed. Uh, she is just bleeding out of her eye sockets. Her body, her right arm, you see it constricted, broken. Um, it's kind of, you know, the elbow is kind of bent. Uh, to the other side, uh, you know, opposite to the actual articulation, and her skin—you you see, kind of as the blood pours out of her uh, of her eyes, her skin, her previous red um, skin is now turned like pink, like a pale pink. Okay. Uh, so right now she's just dead in, in the middle of in the middle of the street. Right. And people can see her? People are seeing this and are all kind of waiting because Velox Moors or two members of Velox Moors just approached the body and are looking at it. Can I investigate their body to see if I find something in it? You sure can. Can you roll an investigation check for me, please, G? Uh, investigation. Um, you quickly ruffle uh, through her pockets. She's wearing like this this um, uh, dress, uh, 
that is, or I would I would say probably a tunic, kind of with a, a belt uh, around her waist, and she has some some pouches. Um, she has a few crumpled up letters. Letters. Uh, you read it, and it it just seems um, these are kind of gang debt collection uh, letters that she has. Um, you see uh, threats from dead sight. Uh, threats from the flaying hook um, and apparently from what you gather this woman is was under immense stress um, and uh, and she was well she owed money to people um, and besides that you find just five silver on her pocket mm, I don't take the silver yeah uh, I just get up and I look at them and say Maybe we should uh, to talk to talk to Violet about this first. This is a good idea. And then, is the old lady the the fortune She's sitting still sitting down where you put her. <laughs> okay, we were like, I'll, I'll kind of help her up and take her back to her little spot oh. so she's out of the way. <laughs> you're like, I'm. <laughs> you're so your skin is I, it's scaly. Are you a dragonborn? Uh, well, not quite. Lizard. <laughs> oh, I've always thought they were the same. <laughs> oh, she is racist. Huh? <laughs> 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 Old lady, man. <laughs> yeah, born in the, in the tens. In the 90s tens. It happens more often than you think, and I'll set her back down, and I kind of look at her really closely, like... Yeah. Like, examining her, like... What you said before. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? No. I remember what I said to that lovely lady. Oh, she was beautiful. She must have been. Her heartbeat. The rhythm was perfect. Well, you stay here out of trouble. <laughs> of course, I never get into trouble. Thank you so much, young lady. <laughs> I'll give her another silver. <laughs> She grabs it and uh, kind of bites it and is happy and jolly. No, we have to go now to the body. We do with it. Oh, you're gonna grab the body and take it? No, do, no, no. <laughs> like I'm at, turning to G. Like, what do we do with ah, the body? Okay. I'm sorry. Well, you see me. We can't leave it here in the middle of the road. Touch the hammer, it turns back into a cane. I hit Vesper in the head. Hey! <laughs> First of all. Stop giving money away. Second, you don't pick anything from the floor. You did. Leave the body, and the city guard will. whatever. And. Exactly as you mentioned that, G, actually. You see the, um, the yellow cloaks of. Um, of the Black Sun, which which is the warlord you have, Lazarus Black Sun. You see the his uh, yellow cloaks, the, the the troops that he has here, uh, kind of push away past the crowd, which is still looking, and they're kind of at the body. Do you are you guys like just moving away and pretending like you're not related or you, you've not done anything to it, or are you going to address the guards? We're on pretty good terms with the guards, would you say? Hmm. But I think it's a better idea if we don't get involved. Um, 
Well, nobody saw us attack anything. Nobody saw us hit anyone. So they saw the snake. There's nothing we can tell them that any bystander can't tell them. And well, nobody. They, we, they can't accuse us because we didn't attack, and there was plenty eyewitnesses. So I say we just continue walking towards the inn. All right. So everybody walks off back into the inn. So. While this was happen, vi- happening, Violet, I assume that you were heading towards the Firebreath Inn as well. Yeah, and keep an eye out for a big pink lizard, because it's the one I can see. Okay, so as you are on the street of the Firebreath Inn, um, you see above the crowd just a, pink, a little pink head kind of looking around, uh, and you, st- you spot Vesper, and behind the pink head, you see these two pointy furry ears, and you spot Ood, who is just hitchhiking with you guys, you know, at, at this moment, hey, he's buddy. just behind you, um, just following you around. Um, but you do see them, and eventually you guys meet. Uh, well, something happened. We are not with Grime anymore, nor Ketri. So, we are not with them. They decided to follow their own path. So, you're single? Grabs! <laughs> Just asking. <laughs> Are you alright? I... I am. <laughs> I am single, but not available. I'm sorry. Uh, don't, don't be. I'm okay. Better Oid. now. I look at Ud. Yeah? Do you want to be the, the new leader of Valex Moors? No. Hmm. Guess that only leaves one person left. There will be no leader. Me? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> every decision we make, everyone gets a vote. Can we vote on this? No. Okay. Oh, that seems to not make much sense, Violet. You are not the leader. I'm sorry, I'm... You know, actually, now that I that I think a little bit, I have other business to do, so maybe I'll just leave. No. You better. Can I'm confused. Him? You want to keep him as a pet or something? Whoa! I'm my own person. I'm not a pet. We keep him as a friend. What about that money? We keep her as an other friend. You can only have one friend. What? But she will be uh, lonely. <laughs> we need to get her company. Oh, okay, okay. Let's just I'll make this easy. I'm just gonna go. Um, uh, yo, uh, Emily, you uh, keep up with the tunes. That was uh, that was pretty good. I will. And gee, man, don't give up on that rap career. And he, um, <laughs> I will. Hmm. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys are convened together now, without him. Well, <clears throat> we going to the breath fire in. Fire yeah. breath. Fire breath in. <laughs> one of those. Okay, right. is okay. You left her in one piece, I assume. Uh, kinda. Uh, I cannot say I didn't leave my mark. Um, but well, you guys know, no one touches my baby. And she tried. You have a baby? Cramps. What? So, She's the pregnant? Emily, you're really staying with us? 
Yes. Congratulations. Shut the fuck up. Violet. <laughs> Are you pregnant? No. She is. <gasps> Are you pregnant, she? I'm leaving. No, I'm... Forever. <laughs> that looks more goodbye. Guys, I'm going with together. Violet. I'm going with Violet. Oh, it's my character. <laughs> He's a barbarian. What the you expect? He's not smart. He got a little tummy. That's, that's, he got a little tummy. I have 10 in. <laughs> that's average. That's average. You're yeah, averagely, ever, you're averagely <laughs> intelligent. Um, all right. So you Can guys you walk go? inside? Uh, yeah, before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before. Oh, Violet, I don't know if you heard, but there was uh, someone killed. What? It was what? not Emily, I promise. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have heard a fly. No, she's alive. <laughs> I am. I meant that Emily did not commit the Didn't murder. Violet see the dead body in the guard? No. That was uh, in another section. That, okay. that's, that was uh, kind of opposite. I'm kind of okay. messing with the time here a little bit so that, mm -hmm. you know, you guys just meet there and the situation's kind of already resolved. Okay. What happened? Well, there was a giant snake. Uh, we found a fortune teller. I she just... Kind of went crazy, and then the snake ate the lady. And you won't believe this. Vesper gave the lady two silver. Do For... do I know of any uh, fortune teller? <laughs> do I know the lady? You you probably know that there are quite a few fortune tellers. If they tell you the street, which obviously they can, yeah, you would recognize. You would know the the fortune teller that is usually on that street. Her name and is Lizarvi. Okay. Do I know if she's legit? As legit as any other fortune teller. Runs a business discount. Taxes. <laughs> Taxes. Iris. Okay. Did, did she say anything before the snake appeared? That is the part that's a little strange. And she I... could see fine. And then her eyes changed. She said something about weaving in the darkness and not surviving how did her I... eyes change went white black. almost as if i thought they were white yeah, well, they were white. white they turned black exactly yeah. okay sorry <laughs> I, I wasn't clear i'm sorry that's my bad i, I wasn't clear <laughs> uh does that ring a bell of my dream this part no okay the, because of the black eyes and this part no you did not see black eyes oh i didn't okay i thought i did you okay. saw you saw removed eyes oh it that heard... was on the body <laughs> there you go that's that's where i was getting this part you recognize from your dream the eyes being removed and and just blood and black ooze coming out of them i know the exotic animal trade can sometimes get a little out of hand in vulcan but the snake was not like any i've ever seen you guys mind if I go talk to the fortune teller? No. We, we asked her. She doesn't remember anything. She can try to read my future. Oh, you believe in and that? Maybe okay. I, I don't, but you guys uh. don't believe in uh, big snakes eating people in the middle of the street. And then again, it happened, right? 
Can you make a, a fair point? <laughs> oh, man, G is so cute. Go ahead. We'll wait uh, here. Okay, I'll, I'll go alone then. Right. I don't mind. Uh, Just okay. fabulously. So <laughs> everyone's waiting here. Is that hey, it? Walk, walk. Got it. So you go to the fortune teller. As soon as kind of you step in her vicinity, you she senses you and she goes, Oh, lady, would you care for a reading? Uh, first. Mm, are you associated with any god or entity? Ah, uh, I am associated with this world and its consciousness. Inside check. Go ahead, roll an inside check. What's my inside check? Oh, plus zero! <laughs> <laughs> Eight. She seems to be truthful. Oh well, sure. Ah, uh, just... Read whatever you have to read, and I, I, I touch my hand on her hand. And she goes, two silver first, please. <sighs> her price went up. Okay, I paid the two silver. Thank you. I could feel the richness in your hands. <laughs> and she pockets it and goes, hmm. Hmm. Foggy. Hmm. You're unsure. You pretend to be sure, but you don't want to leave. A little bit of you is afraid. There is darkness, but there is always darkness. I'm blind. You have a strong pulse. You're athletic. And she starts feeling your arms. Hmm. A dream. You're afraid of a dream. You're afraid it comes true. Well, then maybe you shouldn't let it come true. And she leaves your hand. Well, <clears throat> you were useless. <laughs> I, I already knew everything <laughs> that you just said. Uh, do you know anything, anything about a big snake? This <laughs> <laughs> is just what I want to know. She goes, I'm... I don't know anything of a big snake, but I, I was I heard some screams a while ago about snakes. So you had nothing to do with it? No. Also, a point of order. Snakes are poisonous. People were not yelling snake. They were yelling Python. I don't believe that everyone knew it was a python. I'm just saying what the world's consciousness told me. And I wasn't here, so... Um, is the... The, the confusion and the... I don't know how to say this. 
do, do I see where the body is or where the people it's, are gathered? It's been removed. It's, okay. There's just people oh, well. on the streets right now. This was useless. Uh, thank you so much. Continue your good work. Thank Here's you. Here's a gold. Oh! She grabs it somehow. <laughs> she tries to, tries to go for it and money. grabs it. If it's money, she senses it. She smells the metal. Um, thank you so much for your generosity. Right, you meet back with them? Back with Robert? Yeah. <laughs> I, I meet back with Robert. You meet back with Robert. Um, so guys, you are at the door to the Fire Breath Inn. Do you enter or is there anything else that you would like to discuss? I look I look at Violet. Oh. Nothing. Any news? Nothing. Oh. I start walking in. <laughs> Alright. You guys start walking in. Actually this is not the one. Excuse me. No, actually mm. this is the one. This can be the one, yeah. Mm. So you guys start walking in to the Fire Breath Inn. But before that, why don't I set the stage of how this wonderful establishment, so famous, um, really truly is here in, um, in Vulcan, in the marrow, the core district of this place. You guys, just as you enter, you notice that outside the walls and even uh, just above the door, are painted with flames, beautiful, beautiful flames that make this place look really fast and hot. I have made this joke before, however, I will always recycle it because it is some of my best work. Um, <laughs> moving forward, aside from that, uh, you have a wooden tablet above that is marked with the head of a dragon spitting fire, and Aside from all of this fire, these fire motifs and painting, there are also dragon wings painted on the front windows, and there are lizard skulls kind of uh, with, with horns glued on them that adorn the main doorknobs to make it look like it is a dragon inside. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, in, inside, this, the same motifs kind of repeat themselves as there are complete but miniaturized dragon skeletons hanging from the ceiling. Flames are painted on the tables and the very, very large hearth is at the center of this main room. And it is currently out. The fire is out. It is still hot here uh, in Vulcan. It's so close to the volcano. So even during uh, during uh, the winter, uh, you guys still get pretty hot temperatures, although it gets kind of cold during the night. Some of the tables have bone legs and the chairs have metal bits and staying, you know, staying true to Vulcan's two favorite materials that they have. Um, you guys also know that here in the Fire Breath Inn, there is the spiciest of foods and drinks just made with all sorts of special, um, special spices that are found here in Vulcan with some mushrooms and fungi that actually have um, some spice to them. These glowing fungi that just are just completely washed over the entire uh, wasteland. So, you guys walk in. What are you doing? Look around for Wildy. All right. Uh, roll perception check for me. Uh, I will help. All right. So he uh, rolls with advantage. Or you roll. You both roll independently. How do you want to do this? Uh, investigation, you said? Uh, perception. Perception. Mm, I have plus uh, four. 
Me too. Al, Al plus eight. Uh, it's a 17. All right, 17. And you, uh, oh, you, he rolled with advantage, right? No. No, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give the advantage. Okay. Go ahead and roll again. It was a three now, so... Yeah, all right. Um, okay, so you do spot Wiley up, up on the corner table, and just as you guys walk in, you also spot that she is already looking at you and smiling. Seems we were expected. Let's go, then. I wave right. my metal arm. Okay. <laughs> she waves back. A little the fingers, and I just walk towards her, pull the chair jump up on it hello <laughs> she goes hello good to see you all I see that you've made a decision I look at Violet uh, well the decision was a little bit torn up but um, here we are this is what you have to work with well it's a shame Sorry, it's a smaller group <laughs> I guess not everyone could really perceive the importance of this task but first, I, I must ask of you, if you don't mind. What is it that you want? What made you accept? And she looks at Violet first. Well, you know that feeling when you have to save someone and you need to do everything you're capable of? I think I do. And this is what I'm capable of fighting. Very well. What about you, little man? <laughs> L little man. Well, well, uh, we kind of messed up uh, by selling your friend. So I think that we sh we sh we sh we sh we have to fix that. I understand. For it 5,000 is... gold. <laughs> that is very noble of you. What is your name, okay. by the way? Good game to you, too. <laughs> she then turns towards Emily. I had to set that up. I'm so sorry. It was kind of an alley-oop between Thresh and I, okay? So... Respect it. Um, <laughs> she turns towards Emily and she goes, And you, you, I understand, are new to this group, right? I am. What are you doing here? I sink and play. And why did you accept? Why are you following them? Because they're pretty cool. She looks at you and says is there nothing else there and she smiles i mean they're cool they're gonna go on an adventure i want to follow some tunes get some inspiration all right and she you you sense that she knows you're you're stopping the information at a certain point you're not being exactly you're not you're being truthful but she knows you're withholding something. You can you can tell by her smile. And then she turns to Vesper, and you. It is as the little man said. I trusted Grimes' judgment, and I was wrong. I cannot allow that 
to continue. Mistakes should be corrected when they can be. Justice is a beautiful ideal to follow, and I trust that if you've had a moment to talk to Aiden, you know that there probably aren't many like him. Let's say that again. <clears throat> Kick that ass a little bit. <laughs> well, he, he, to be honest, had not been feeling his true self for quite a while. I did find strange that he got captured, but once I took a look at you, I think I understood why. She then goes, Very well. Now that you are committed, I may share with you other things that I know. The Weave has gathered another piece of the puzzle. <gasps> My goddess has shared knowledge with me that I will now share with you. The seal that was created around the realm of nightmares is a product of a sacrifice. A dragon known as the Cinder Sky sacrificed her soul and her life to form it, with the help of two of the primordial gods. These wretches, these villains, they have learned the true name of the Cinder Sky. I am not sure how this is of relevance to their plot, but they went to great lengths to find that name, including betraying those closest to them, which means that it must be indeed crucial. She kind of looks at all of you, expecting questions or something. Are you expecting us to fight celestial beings? Well, certainly not celestial beings, but you will be fighting something terribly ugly. Not in a good way, just evil. Something that destroyed a god. Wait, 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 one at a time, please. <laughs> the, the, the double V's. It was the double V's here. To, to... Let me just continue the conversation Go. first. Go. Okay. Yeah. Something that we're going to fight something that can kill the god. Yes. In huh. fact, you're going to be fighting something that has done it. Not exactly kill the god, but they have killed an avatar of a god. Well, potato, potato. Either way. Vesper, go ahead. <laughs> what, what were you asking? Is this weaver of yours related to the serpents by any chance? No. Not at all related to any serpents. In fact, that is the strangest question that you could possibly ever put out today. Well, if you had just seen what we just saw, you would not be saying that. Oh, well, your city is indeed a little bit on the strange side, I'll admit. Yeah, well, I guess. Sorry. Not over yet. That name, the name of the Cinder Sky, has been hidden away, even from me. And from my goddess. If we assume that my friend is imprisoned within Pelindan, the free city, up to the north west of Kaifam, we will need more than you to bring him back. The city has fallen and it is now a cesspool of weaver spawn and eldritch horrors. They are building an army there. 
Do, uh, did she say who her goddess was? Who uh, her goddess was? No. Uh, you can make a religion check to see if you identify the symbol on her chest if you want. Anybody yes. who wants to, to try to identify this, you can make a religion check. Mm. Well, religion. that was a two. I will. I'll try as well. A ten for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to make one, Emily, or, or no? Sure. Uh, no, I was, I'm just asking. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I, I can. Uh, religion, right? No. Yeah. I just have plus zero, so 13. Um, best roll. <laughs> so, this goddess is not from here. It, it is not worshipped here in Vulcan. Uh, so you would not know, but you, Emily, you are the only one that knows what this is due to your travels. Uh, it is, uh, that symbol, is, it represents the Elder Root Tree, and um, it is the symbol of Meodrif, goddess of freedom and nature. And you're the only one kind of that recognizes that. Okay. Um, anything else you want to say to her uh, regarding that point, G? Uh, how do you expect us to fight through Weaver Spawn and God Killers and all that? Well, you are not going to be alone. This war is for our entire world, and so it must be fought by it. I ask that you trust my judgment, even if I've given you no reason to. Your faith may yet be our salvation. Oh, last time we trusted someone's god, that didn't go too well. But... They are not all that bad. And she extends out her hand, and you see flowers bloom um like this this beautiful assortment of flowers that have sort of, sort of white petals and then a blue glowing center and she blows them towards yuji i um, dodge with a disgusted <laughs> face nature <laughs> <laughs> she she laughs I'm, I'm sorry i didn't realize but they're not all bad. Well, it did activate my gnomicide. <laughs> it's like sinusite. For gnomes. For gnomes. Would you like me to cure that? No. Let it be known that this is your choice from this moment. Who's gonna help us? <laughs> Excuse me? Who's gonna help us? Well, that's... That's the next part. We are going to split up. I will be gathering allies that may assist us in sieging Pelandan, the city. I will travel through whichever magical means are available to me and leave a trail that our enemy may track. They are aware I am alive and very aware that I will be working to foil whatever plans they have made. We want to divide their attention. You will be traveling to the capital of the Soul Empire, Oaza. Once you find your way there, you will head for the Fortune's Oasis. It is an establishment within the Twilight District. You mustn't, you mustn't travel through any magical means 
This is very important. Your goal will find you there. Well, she's the only one that can do magic, so... <laughs> Pointing at Emily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wiley kind of looks at, uh, at Emily and uh, looks at her loot, and she goes, that's, uh, that's an interesting piece of equipment you have there. It is like me. Wanna see something cool? Okay, your gnomus, your your gnomus, your disease, your illness, your ailment is bothering me deeply. Would you please just let me get rid of that? Gramps, let her, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she is going to cast Lesser Restoration on you. Um, and as she does, you feel this warmth go through your body and your sinuses is just clean. I just do a... <laughs> <laughs> Wanna see something g- 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 cool? Sure. I I try to slap Emily. Oh, and see if she does the same thing with the magic. Thing. Are you gonna put your loot in front? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as as you as you do that, you just you just see a flash of <laughs> magic, she... and 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 as that happens, it's it's like fireworks, and everybody just goes yeah and starts <laughs> clapping. She's magical. And I say, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and I just stare at Wiley, smiling. Well, that is fantastic to know. Um, besides doing this, I'm going to need something else from you. And she oh, reaches boy. back into a little bag she has and pulls out. No flowers. No flowers. Four emerald daggers and she places them on the table. You will know when to use these. Do they all have the same color? Yeah, they're all just a a simple handle, but then this beautifully um, raw emerald that is roughly shaped into um, uh, a blade. It's like only the, the blade part is shaped and the rest just remains rough and like, you know, fresh out of nature, still with a little bit of dirt and, and, and you know, gang attached to it. Okay. I grab one with my metal arm by the blade. Yeah. And I look at it. <coughs> I, ah, I just put it in one of my pockets. Got I'm it. I'm going to attach that to his arm eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Do you grab the, the remaining ones, guys? Yeah. Um, okay. I just play with it on the table. Alright. While I'm thinking. Got it. Well, uh, is there anything else that you wish to know? Any other way that I may help you or ease your mind? Um, <clears throat> how do we go to Oazu? Well, are you not from here? This, this question is probably for the DM later, so <laughs> I probably know. Uh, um, you would know. I can. I can say you guys would um, be ha- would have to catch a boat in Sogak. Okay. You have to get a boat in Sogak and leave Ipsa, go to Kaifum, to Port Nameli, uh, which is in the south of the the Soul Empire. So you would get a boat in Sogak, go to Port Nameli. From Port Nameli, you would have to go to Owasa. It's a trip north. Uh, G and Vesper both know this because G and Vesper has, have made the reverse of this travel. They have been 
Tuawaza, Tuawaza two port Nameli, and then or from Waza two port Nameli, and then port Nameli, Soguk, and then Vulcan. So you're just having to make the reverse <laughs> of the trip you've made before. Um, I hope none of you get seasick. <laughs> okay, then um, from from Violet to to Wiley, uh, about that medallion. Hmm. Can you say anything about it? I can. And and what she you... sees like true sadness in her eyes and desperation. That medallion belongs to my goddess. That is Meodrif's aspect of the Huntress. Would you know how it could appear on a on such a bad, bad dream? I think you know that... why. I was afraid, so. You see, no matter how much people want to deny this, no matter how much people would love to separate ourselves from them, our gods have been like us. Our gods were here in this mortal world and they ascended as well. Our gods will be our last line of defense against whatever horrors are seeping from the realm of nightmares. It would do us well to at least acknowledge that they are there for us. Do you not agree with that? I want to. I think she has given you proof enough. I see. Well, we'll do our best. Well, I'm going to trust that you will. We can work together and we can end whatever is coming for us. But, as I said, you will need to trust me and do exactly what I tell you to at any moment in time. Do we have a deal? And she extends her hand to the center of the table, not to anyone in specific. And I put my hand on top of her hand. <laughs> okay, she flips her hand so that happens, yeah. Um, Violet That's... just gets up, puts the dagger on the belt, and goes away. That what about means the rest yes of you? in her language. I think I understand. <laughs> Place my, my hand. Thank you. And you? All right. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hooray! Hooray! Hooray. <laughs> and Wiley, Wiley goes, <laughs> Wiley goes, I have not asked you your names, nor I want to know them. You did ask his name. You did ask our names. I did? Yes, your name. Yeah. G's name. I'm GG. I'm GG. That was just a joke. <laughs> but I have not. I have not asked any of your other names. Oh. But there is a reason for that. Do not tell me, please. Covers his mouth. <laughs> she. She is. You see that she is in a good mood. Wiley seems to be serious. A serious person, but. When, when she saw you cross the threshold of that door, she, you know, she was hopeful. Um, and, she, and she goes, Whenever the time comes, you will introduce yourselves to me. 
But for now, thank you for doing this. I hope your trust is not misplaced. Yeah. I, d I doubt it will. I know. Now, no. What that means. <laughs> let's enjoy the party. What party? And you look around and everybody, this is, this is, by the way, middle of the day by this time, right? Uh, and people are eating lunch, people are jumping around, you know, hopping, hippity hopping, uh, you know, putting their arms around each other, very jolly here in this place. And there is a group of bards uh, playing some songs. Um, anything else you guys want to do here? Uh, I ask... Wiley. One more thing before we sealed the deal. Yes. A round of ale for everybody? On you? Surely. And she nice. leaves and goes to grab a few drinks for you guys. And you may enjoy the ale and talk whatever it is you want uh, with Wiley or amongst yourselves uh, and in this party. So. One second. I saw a fish move her arm. Mm, it, it, she can 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 have it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. She yes. Trash. You're she. So, do you think you're very smart? You are, right? I don't think Ms. that's Wiley? up for me to tell. Well, you do magic. Magic people are smart. Yeah. Do you think? Crabs realize seagulls can fly? You know, I have talked to a crab once, hmm. but I never really asked him that question. Hmm. Well, so you he, talk to crabs? I do. I talk to all kinds of animals. Is there any particular animal you're interested in? Crabs. Right. So, crab was his name. Hmm. Um, he did not specifically tell me anything about seagulls, but he did tell me that his favorite thing to do is to pinch people's toes. Me too. See, I have always thought that perhaps gnomes had more to do with crabs than people generally would think, but apparently you both share a line of thought. Look, and I just uncover my metal arm and I start... I put it in like a C shape and I go ping ping <laughs> like in a pincer. Well, there you go. I, I try to pinch her. Uh, she lets you. I pinch her. What race is she? She's a. She's a, a, an elf. I pinch her her ear. She kind of she lets you. And I'm and... like on top of the table like this. <laughs> and I I start singing. So this is the tune of the the crabs. Waving my arms. <laughs> <laughs> One beer. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> Did Violet leave? <laughs> yeah, she left. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going. Time. I'm after her. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay. Like, She's walking away. You... I'm on top of the table, waving my arms. Violet left. Grime is not. Grime's not here. Grime's got banned. <laughs> um, you see, um, Wiley. Wiley. Uh, talks to you as, as you pinch her. Did you make that yourself? Yeah. Wow. That is impressive. Thanks. I can't talk to crabs, though. Well, that 
I don't think that that skill can even compare to your tinkering, Master No. I don't know. I'm... I made a box. You want to see it? Sure. I take a box out of my pocket and I give mm. it to her. She grabs she it? Press the button. Will I get hurt? No. She presses the button. The box opens. Oh. It's wow. a box you open with a button. Uh-huh. That's impressive. Thank you. She closes it, click, gives it she back to you. Keep it. I can keep the box. It's a gift to trust. We try, I try we, to trust each other. Look, Master Gnome, I deeply appreciate the gest gesture, but I have to refuse. You don't like boxes? I love the box. The thing is, I can't have anything of yours. Not now. Oh. I take the box. I look at Emily. And I put the box away. <laughs> You look like a box, Emily. Um, Emily doesn't look like the type of people that like boxes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wiley, in the midst of all of all this um, confusion and mess that's happening in the tavern, she pushes you aside, Emily, for a moment, and she goes, "So, you know you don't have to hide your true motive from me, but I will respect it." I just want to tell you, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, when that moment comes, be persistent. Don't give up on it. Okay. And you see, kind of, when, when she tells you that, her look is kind of the wisdom of the elves. You know, it's the wisdom of someone who's lived a few years. Um, you can't really tell, but compar comparatively to Violet, she appears older. Um, and after enjoying and partying with you guys for a while, she says, well, I guess I must be going. It was a pleasure to meet you and tell your friends that, well, I really do trust them. She looks I at the table and G has his head face planted on the table and you just hear, <sighs> Is <laughs> out. Emily, you were saying something. Um. Yeah, I say goodbye, and then I I go towards the bars, trying to find a uh, spot. Celine Dion. Okay, got it. Very important. So, as you're leaving and you say goodbye, you see this flash of leaves and green radiant energy as she vanishes away from the space and the people go and start clapping again um gee do, does this wake you up or are you still hell no i'm i'm out i assume <laughs> um you're looking for celine uh for sea lion dion go ahead and uh, roll perception check for me perception 21 21 um you don't exactly see sea lion Dion. However, you see um, a, a man wearing a tunic with an embroidery on it, and next to sort of on the the heart region, it says it will go on, embroidered. 
And you, you remember what Ud mentioned? Yes, so I, I approach him. Yeah? <gasps> Will you go on? Oh, oh, no, no. This, this right here, this is for sea lion Dion. And you see this, uh, this human gentleman, um, kind of uh, long, long-ish hair, kind of down to the shoulders. Uh, this is for sea lion Dion. She's supposed to come here, but I don't know exactly when. I've come all the way, all the way from Verdine to be here. Back in Kaifen. She is what? worldwide famous. <gasps> Maybe one day I'll reach that state. I am the Emily. Pleasure to meet you. He extends your hand. So, are you a future star or something? I'm already a star. Uh, could, you, could you play something? Uh, uh, he, yes. And I proceed to, to play. All right. But you, what, what kind of tune are you playing for him? Uh, a joyful one. A joyful tune. All right. As you're playing, he goes, Right, right. See, if I could give you just a piece of advice, it seems to be lacking the feeling that you really feel with Sea Lion Dion. I think you have to put a little bit more of your emotion into it, just a little bit more of your soul. Do you understand? I get it. You're not a fan. No, no, no. Just please take this as constructive criticism. You're just not as good as her. And I, I am interested in, obviously, that you reach your full potential, because then I'll be friends with a star. All right. Oh. This man is actually Simone Cowell. It's <laughs> 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 actually him. It's actually him. This is Simone now. <laughs> Thank you for your um, ideas. I'll hey. keep improving. Every single day. I gotta tell you though, you do got a good loot there. You keep a hold of that. Yes. I always I always sleep with it. That's strange, but I respect it. It's my baby. Alright, I'll be seeing you then. I'm just gonna I have to look around for Sea Line Dion. Alright, so you leave the man? You I leave, leave the si man. Simon Cowell. I, I go towards the group of bards. Okay. Uh, and I say, hello there. Um, you see uh, an orcish gentleman, kind of tall, with a bonnet, uh, to just kind of slightly tilted to the side. Um, you see uh, a little goblin playing the drums. Uh, he has like a scruffy, scruffy little hair, and he's playing the, these, uh, the, the, this assortment of drums uh, for for the, the the rhythms. And uh, one of his eyes is kind of like a little bit more closed than the other, and he's. He's got veins popping out of him as he's no drumming. Um, and then there is um, just this lovely looking, uh, long haired female tiefling. Um, her skin is, is, is sort of a, a bluish, uh, of a bluish color, kind of dark blue, um, with, with these beautiful, like bright purple eyes uh, that is playing the lute. Uh, as you approach them, uh, the lady goes, um, hello there. Oh, uh, do you wish to play with us? Uh, yes, but before that, I wish you to ask you a question. Sh sure, go right ahead. Perhaps do you know a melody that goes like... Uh, 
she looks at you, kind of uh, with a cocked eyebrow, cat eyebrow, uh, and she goes, I can't say I have, although it's, it's slightly familiar, but I, I can't place where I've heard that. Alright, I keep hearing it, and I keep chasing the melody, trying to find who made it, where it comes from. Well, if from one bond to another, sometimes we're too focused on chasing things that we want. Well, perhaps we should just open our hearts for it to come to us. Literally? I don't want that. I don't think I meant that literally. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know, I'm a poet. I tend to romanticize. Either way, would you like to play a tune with the band? Yes. Yes. Um, as, as you kind of uh, hop on stage, uh, you see the little goblin go, Hello! Hey! <laughs> you ready to rock? <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> and he begins playing this, like, really speedy tune. Um, and the veins are <laughs> popping out of him. You're, you're afraid that the man might hurt himself a little bit, but as you kind of look at everyone else, um, uh, 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 the other members of the band, they're just, you know, it's, this is him. Um, but you do, you do play a tune. Could you please roll a performance check for me? Yes. Fifteen. You play an amazing, high-speed, jolly, rock-and-roll tune, um, and everybody loves it. Everybody is clapping, everybody is on your side, G is asleep, but you're starting to think that it, that's not your fault, it's not that he's bored, it's that it's him. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you managed to play your tune. While this is happening, Violet Vesper outside, anything you guys are doing talking about? I want to talk to Violet. You want to talk to Violet? <laughs> talk to Violet. <laughs> um, how far away from like the the tavern are we? Violet, how far away? We're just just outside. So just waiting outside. No one can okay. see us. Okay. I'll Vesper will walk up next to Violet and kind of bunker down a little bit to her level. Like <laughs> Violet, are you okay? been worse. I've been better. Uh, it's just a little too much happening today. You could uh, put it that way. I have known Grime longer than I have known you. But the Grime that we saw today was not the Grime I knew. Well, Are you sure about your decision? Our relationship wasn't that great since that heist. Uh, change a lot. Yeah, I didn't agree with her choices as well. But mm, our separation is not what hurts me the most. You know that. Better, isn't it? Yep. But you feel that she will be safe. I believe so. Um, Grime did actually try to hurt her, but I think it was just anger against me, not against Ketri. 
you know, Kentry, she's... She, she, she doesn't hurt a fly, she doesn't... She's, she's so sweet. But so. you are very correct. I know that she looked up to you very much. And I'm sure you taught her how to defend herself well. I, I just I hope that we are prepared for this job. You know... Well... Yeah, sorry. You know, when Grime and I first met back then, I saw a side of her that I did not like, and a side of myself that I did not like either. <clears throat> but we had agreed that we would change, and we would do right by the city, by its people. I feel sick when I think of what we may have started by turning in this man but regardless I will stick with you and I will stick with the rest until we see it complete Put I'm really claw glad on her shoulder <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad to, to listen to that and well, we messed up. We're trying to fix that. Grime didn't want to come with us. She, She's so close to become a warlord or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Uh, but I don't think it's... It's probably not the last time we're going to see her. That's probably she, right. <laughs> she, she's... She's going to do whatever she can to... To have what she wants. And this dream of yours, I won't pry. That is your business. But I just ask that if you need us, or you need our help, you do not be afraid to ask for it. Well, the ask, the, the help I ask you is just to, to keep on the mission. I believe if we, if we do this, I, I, I don't think the dream will mean much in the future you have my hand to your battle at your side in battle always what? i um. didn't understand you <laughs> <laughs> of what you just said i didn't understand anything you have my hand in battle as oh. always <laughs> violet just <laughs> just bow bows her head and uh listens to the tunes <laughs> inside Alright, um, then I believe that is a perfectly good moment to end today's session as you guys have been given your mission uh, and are ready to leave Volcan. Um, great job, guys. That was awesome. Yay! First episode done! First episode. Um, Made so, it. so, how does it feel to be back in the shoes of Violet G and Vesper? Yes. Feels good. <laughs> He's still role-playing. Look at this yeah. guy. I'm trying to, I don't know, trying to, to change G a little bit into more of what I imagine, and that's the point with the whole thing. Exactly. Trying to mold him a little bit more into the character I wanted. And it's a now, campaign. We're going to have, we're like, a... Well, if we all don't die in the meantime, uh, in-game, <laughs> we will have time to, to develop characters and... Uh, yeah, that's the Maybe that's by the next year we're still playing... 
<laughs> oh. What about you, Fish? What about Emily? How did you feel with Emily? That song was amazing, by the way. Clap for the song. <laughs> Pretty cool. I'll, I'll keep working on uh, making stuff for the songs. Yeah. All right. I, I gotta say, I did not expect you to come out with a song. <laughs> Just right did out you the gate. That? But man, that was amazing. I did. I did expect that. Oh, look at you. I was <laughs> hoping she would. I I really I really everything. just I really just and what I imagined was that she was gonna take out the ukulele and just troll, and just go <laughs> <laughs> really fast, and then G would love it. This was my like the picture I had. Would have, I mean, he still loved it. Yeah, it would have the same effect. <laughs> yeah, the picture I I had was that happening was G loving anything that Emily did. It's not very, uh, it's not very uh, music knowledgeable. Yeah, I get Just, it. Uh, <laughs> it's well, the closest thing to rhythms he knows is a, a screwdriver. <laughs> Either way, now that we are at the end of the session, um, this will be the first and the last time that we do this. We're going to go around the table once more so that the players can um, tell us their names and who they are uh, and where to find them after this. We will not do it anymore, so you guys better pay attention. Also, if you want any of the players' uh, links or the ones that stream, you know, Ray, you can't find her anywhere unless it is on Tresha's stream. Um, if you, uh, if you, uh, if you guys want to follow them, the in the title on Twitch, you can find their links. You can find their links on the About Me section on Twitch. You can find their links on YouTube. If you're on Spotify, dude, just go to YouTube to, YouTube to find the link because uh, there's no way for me to show you who they are on Spotify, at least that I know. If someone knows how to do that, please DM me and tell me. Um, now, that that's done, let's go around the table once more. Let's go the opposite way this time. Please, Emily, Fish, who are you and what do you do? I'm Fish, and I play single-player games on Twitch, and I also have the videos on YouTube. Twitch.tv slash your mother is a fish. She has been banned before, so you gotta go check out what's happening there. Um, now, moving on to Violet Ion. Who are you? What do you do? Uh, I am Easy. I stream indies and Souls games on uh, Twitch.tv slash MeZPZ. There we go. Thank you very much for saving me that part of the ad. And you, uh, I mean, <clears throat> Vesper. Who are you? What do you do? Ray, I don't stream, but you could go to twitch.tv slash and follow him. There we go. <laughs> Look at the fiance looking after the Beyonce. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it Tresh says that and it rhymes as well. And so I said it. Moving on to G. Hi, I'm Trash. I play games and I draw. I like uh, JRPGs and all video games and Souls games and offline games and single player and online. And I draw and you can find me at anything slash Trash Tunes. Anything slash Trash Tunes. That is the new platform competing with Kick at this moment. Um, and now I guess I'll do that for me as well or else Trash is going to yell at me. Um, my name is yes. Onion. I am the Dungeon Master here and host for these sessions. Uh, you can find me on twitch.tv slash unpopular underscore onion 
or you can also check out my book on Kobo, on Amazon, any Amazon, The Scent of Nightmares. And this is actually a book that might be relevant uh, for the campaign that might add a little bit of information for anyone looking to have that. So if you're interested in that, you can check it there. You can also go to my Ko-Fi where you will find the book on the shop uh, for uh, a price of, I don't even remember, but it's relative, it's very cheap. That's what I can say. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a, a novelette, not a short story. It's called a novelette because it's between a short story and a novel. I learned that. Um, anyway, thank you guys once again very much for watching. Thank you to anybody listening in, anybody on YouTube, anybody anywhere. We really do appreciate all of your support. And we hope to see you on the next episode, which will happen next week at the same time. 9 p.m. GMT plus 1, 10 p.m. Central European Summertime, 4 p.m. Eastern for the Americans. Um, so, yeah, we hope to see you then. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Peace. Peace.